Hello and welcome back to Rotten Righteous News Network. I'm Zach Geiler and unfortunately Scott can't be here with us today because he decided to move. And as you may or may not know, he only does that once or twice a year, so it was pretty difficult and tiring for him. So, hopefully, good lord willing, the creek don't rise. We'll be back with you next week with all new news stories that, well, you didn't need to know. But, until then... I will like to uh, point out, and I would like to point out, and I will point out, and maybe I'll learn how to speak along the way, that the news that we're not going to have a full-length show probably didn't make your day any better. But, I'm here to remind you, thanks to Michael Farquhar's Bad Day in History, that it could have been worse. Like, for example, on August 3rd and August 10th, 1943... Lieutenant George S. Patton strode into the military evacuation hospital on August 3, 1943, in the midst of a fiercely fought Sicily campaign of World War II, and came upon Private Charles H. Cole, slouched on a stool looking too well to be there. Patton demanded to know where he was hurt, to which Private Cole reportedly replied with a shrug that he was not wounded, but nervous, adding, I guess I can't take it. Indeed, Cole had been admitted with what his medical chart described as a psychoneurosis anxiety state, moderately severe, a condition now recognized as post-traumatic stress disorder. The hard-bitten Patton was having none of it. The general immediately flared up, wrote his biographer Martin Blumenson, cursed the soldier and called him all types of a coward, then slapped him across the face with his gloves and finally grabbed the soldier by the scruff of his neck and kicked him out of the tent. The enraged general demanded that Cole immediately be sent back to the front, adding, You hear me, you gutless expletive deleted. You're going back to the front. Still seething that night, Patton vented into his diary, I met the only errant coward I have ever seen in this army. Companies should deal with such men. And if they shirk their duty, they should be tried for cowardice and shot. Two days later, he made those feelings official policy and a directive to the 7th Army. Then, almost as to taunt Patton's hard-as-nails sensibilities, he encouraged another maligner during a hospital visit, or rather, he encountered another maligner during a hospital visit seven days later. Against his own wishes, Private Paul G. Bennett had been removed from the front, suffering all the symptoms of what had been known then as battle fatigue. Patton came up to the shivering young man who also had a high fever and asked what the trouble was. It's my nerves, Bennett responded. I can't stand the shelling anymore. At that point, the general lost it again and slapped the private in the face. Your nerves? Hell, he screamed. You are just a gosh darn expletive deleted coward. Shut up that expletive deleted crying. I won't have these brave men who have been shot at seeing this yellow expletive deleted sitting here crying. With that, Patton slapped Bennett again, knocking his helmet liner off. You're going back to the front lines, and you may get shot and killed, but you're going to fight, the general continued his verbal assault. If you don't, I'll stand you up against a wall and have a firing squad kill you on purpose. In fact, I ought to shoot you myself, you expletive deleted whimpering coward. With that, Patton pulled out his pistol threateningly, prompting the hospital commander, Colonel Donald E. Courier, to physically separate the two. Patton left the tent, yelling to medical officers to send Bennett back to the front lines. 
Patton's superior, General Dwight D. Eisenhower, was appalled upon hearing of the slapping incidents and wrote a letter to the general that, quote, I must seriously question your good judgment and your self-discipline as to raise serious doubts in my mind as to your future usefulness, end quote. In the aftermath of his violent outbursts, Patton was forced to apologize to the men he had abused, which he did most grudgingly, and was effectively sidelined for the next 11 months of the war. Still, Private Cole took a relative benign view of what happened on August 3rd. Patton, quote, was pretty well worn out, he said later. I think he was suffering a little from battle fatigue himself. Good night, everybody, and like I said, I hope to speak to you again next week.